This is a Cosmic Octave original podcast. Me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking beer. No, not and me. Smoking I'm not weed. me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake. Yeah, I do that. I'll pay the off chopping with Jake and Tyler. Whoa. Oh. Wow. Episode Rocking 85. And rolling. 85, Tyler. Can you believe it? Holy crud sticks. I almost went blue there. You don't want to cuss right away. We don't want you to crash that car quite yet. Yep, yep. We want you to get home, then get in the tub. You take a nice sweet bath. And then right when you're about to look at the phone, we swear, and you drop it in the tub. Ha ha. I thought this was a nice family show. But it's not. You ruined my phone off panel off topic. You ruined my phone and my life. You know what? I'm coming after you. Whoa. <laughs> I'll never rest until I bring you to justice, O-P-O-T. Oh, I turned it down. You- Nice. 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 That is nice. What? Crack cocaine. Back to the show. All right, tonight it's going to be an interesting night. You know, because we got a lot to talk about. We We actually do. uh, Quite a few topics. The last couple weeks were kind of a bit. Well, yeah, it was kind of weird because last week, especially with Luke, it was more of a relaxed episode and kind of just. You know, we can learn about the the one, the only uh, sausage water. Uh-huh. But we have things to talk about. We're talking about the man in the morning. Only sausage water. What? You, why? Was that necessary? We told you no sausage water this episode. You misspelled Snyder. I didn't spell anything Snyder. I, I didn't, no, that's how that dude's name is spelled. That's Kay. directly from the article. It's really stupid. Uh. Right for the right in the audience. There's only the one way to spell tonight. Back to the episode. I'm gonna cut that burp out because that was gross. Wow. Well, you want to keep the burp in? Sausage water. What? Stop it. Okay. We said no sausage water. This. Week. Let's do this. He died when he had a four way with those three chicks that picked him up in the music video. Wow. His heart couldn't take that much fun. Boo. So we're talking about the Mandalorian season three episode one. Chapter uh, called Chapter Seventeen, the Apostate, and so coming into this season, you weren't very excited for it because you felt like narratively they'd gone everywhere they could go with season two. Uh, it's also funny because if you skipped Boba Fett, you have no idea how uh, uh, Jin and uh, Grogu got back together. They're just together. You have no idea. Also, you have no idea why he's flying a Naboo star. Yeah, why is he flying the thing? From what Naboo. the fuck? That thing is silver. It's interesting because it looks exactly is like that the Anakin? big ship, but you know, because silver, but it's like the small yellow ones, bro, bro. Anyway, uh, so yeah, you weren't excited about it just narratively because you felt like they told the story they could tell with Grogu and mm. Jin. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, I wasn't like super excited for this season, but I never really like. I watched the trailer, but I never got into the hype behind it. I was just like, yeah, I'll watch it when it comes out. Like, I I don't think I've watched one I, trailer. Like, The Mandalorian is something of the... Di- one of the things from the Disney Star Wars that I really, really like. I, I enjoyed... And by the way, the people that are pitting Andor against this show are stupid. Okay? You can enjoy both. 
and it's silly to compare them because Besides they're, that, they're, they're two separate stories inside. I'm more excited for Andor season two than I was for season three. Mando, but, but, even after seeing the first. But that's what I'm saying is like they're two dif- they're achieving two different goals. They're two different things. Right. You can't and you can like you know what? That's fine that you prefer Andor over the Mandalorian. There's nothing wrong right. with that. And I you know hate what? this like to, pitting things to against each other. To be really brutally honest, like um some people are like, well, uh it's okay to con- uh compare Nirvana and Foo Fighters because Dave Grohl was in both bands. It's okay to compare Andor and Mando because they're both in the Dis- Star Disney yeah, Star exactly. Wars. No, it's really not. I mean, no, I'm saying like no, I know, I know what you're saying exactly. You it's like it's you, like you can't. Nirvana is great, by the way, on its own, and so is Foo Fighters. By the way, I enjoyed Andor. I'm the opposite of you. I enjoy the Mandalorian more, and I'll explain that while we talk about this episode. I'm just yeah. Oh no, when when you told me when you reminded me what was going to happen and what was about to happen in the story, like that kind of reminded me like, oh cool, maybe it is kind of getting cool. But then within five minutes of the first episode, we'll it's, get, let's just get into the episode. Yeah. So it's uh, destroyed. <laughs> it's gone. There's gonna be more to that, you know. That. Is there? Yes. Is there, yes. Jake? Because why would they keep talking about Mandalore if they don't actually have a plan for it? Anyway. <laughs> uh but the reason I like this, and I think I, I've always look again, I liked Andor. I I think Andor was great and it was fun to see a different approach to Star Wars. And also Plus, Stellan Skarsgård is just a fucking they found beast. A, they found an interesting way to make a prequel compelling because we all we know what happens. We know what happens to Cassian Andor. We know he, you know, he dies in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Like we know that that's gonna, but it's still compelling. It's still a, a story. It's, it's like what now, we talked about, like with Obi Wan and everything, and, and now, Leia and Obi Wan. Like we know there's no stakes because we know they make right. it to a certain point, right? But but, it, but you can still make it compelling. I think they did it more effectively in Andor because Andor's a lesser known character. Your beard's looking really nice today. What? Your beard's looking really nice today. That was weird. Um. <laughs> anyway, but the reason I like The Mandalorian more than Andor, or why I <laughs> why if you were going to compare them, or why I'm in, I feel like I'm enjoying this, even though I really really liked Andor, this feels more like the classic Star Wars, in my opinion. Like it's. It's yeah. Has, if you look at it from that way, it it's, has it's pretty mo- cool. Well, no, it does because, in my opinion, because uh, it, your opinion, it shit. does this thing that Star Wars I've always liked, and it always does, is it really does a great job of balancing the silly and the goofy with a little bit more nuance in in storytelling. Is it look? If people are complaining, this is too cheesy. I understand. is that what the criticism? Is no, happening? but I'm sure there will be people. Mm. But I want to point you to go watch. Star Wars. When do, Star Wars has a lot of cheesy, silly yeah, moments. Yeah, they do. When does uh, well, like, new episodes come out, by the way? Wednesdays. Wednesdays? Okay. Yeah, but but that's why I liked it. Like, the pirate stuff, little half-baked with their ideas on that. However, however, Maybe I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the climax of that storyline because it, it does feel like classic swashbuckling stories. It was you know a pretty I mean? cool battle. But anyway, yeah, so let's get into the story itself, where we're at, because I don't know if we should do... How do you want to approach this? Because I don't want to do, like, beat for a beat, let's break down the whole episode. But I do want to talk about a lot of elements of it, because I think there's a lot of interesting Why don't we just talk about the elements you want to talk about? I do like... Well, like, the first scene is cool, because... no, I wanted to get what you thought on this, because I was watching it with Ashley, and I was like, for a minute... Two things were going through my head, because we had this thing where the armor brings out this smaller Mandalorian helmet. Mm Mm-hmm. So two things are going through my head. One, it's like, okay, is this going to be like a tiny little helmet for Grogu? Because that would be adorable. And then an actual thought was, are, is this going to be like a flashback 
to. That's what I thought it yeah, was. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I really. But in in my as a joke, I was like, are they, hey, are they hey, gonna put it on Grogu? Hey, John. Um, John. Uh, now I. <laughs> Far be it for me to question anything that you've written, because to be honest, like you've written way more better shit than I probably ever will. But I do gotta um, ask you: um, How exactly do they ever get that fucking ceremony done if there's giant fucking water lizards in that lake oh, all the time? Stop it! No, come on, man! Stop it! Really? Stop it! And if there how are, much is, why do you take it so long? What about what about why would yoga tra- uh, train Luke in the fucking Swamps of Dagobah. I don't, I don't know. fucking know. Then exactly, shut up. No, that's such an un. That's silly to what? me. What? That's a silly. No, because I'm all about plot holes. Yeah, I know. And it like you can if you want to do that, you can. But I feel like that scene was fun. It's it's it did not to me. It's a tell shallow me. way to to manufacture just, action. What? Yes, you manufactured an action scene. Star Wars does that all the time. Every Star Wars movie does that. I just did not really. It That's was a fa- just hey, a boring, you know what? Again, like, a fair. Criticism. Yay, a bunch of Mandalorians are somehow getting killed by a giant fucking lizard Tyler, when they got all their jetpacks. Tyler, listen. I understand. After five minutes, let's take to the Jesus air, Christ, dude. I'm trying to fucking have a conversation. Right. I'm trying to talk After to you. I'm minutes. trying to talk to you. I am agreeing with you on this point. <laughs> no. Here's what I'm trying to say. This is what you, this is the push and pull you have as a viewer, right? <laughs> Because it's your criticisms are are fair. I think you're right. It is. It. I will tell you this. It does. On my beard. It does feel like Favreau and company were like, okay, we've written. This is a slow build. Slow build. We need a set piece. Okay. Right. So I. I think that's a fair criticism. But as a viewer, you can either look at it as okay. That seems like it's a like how you viewed it. But as how I viewed it is, I like it. It's silly. It's over the top. But the, I. You if and you, I, if you, you look at it like as listen, a bunch, hold on, real quick. Okay. I think you and I view Star Wars differently. We do very differently. We have to, right? You like the more serious approach to Star Wars, and I like the more and, silly approach well, to Star Wars. I just go ahead. Look, I keep it, interrupting you. Well, no, you're fine. Uh, we need to, you know, be able to say our piece. Um, like, okay, if you're looking at it as just like, hey, here's a bunch of fucking Mandalorians fighting something. All right, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. But honestly, you kind of made the Mandalorians look like jackasses. Did you see the size of After that thing? five minutes, let's take to the air. You have fucking jetpacks. What are you doing? Hey, let's all hook, stri- let's all hook uh, uh, cables to him so that when he rolls, that is fucking smart, dude. Also, do you remember how season two opened with the crate dragon? Yeah. So again, this happens in Star Wars all the fucking. How did season one open? Was it a giant fucking creature in season one too? It fucking was, wasn't it? In the ice, almost well, no, swallowed up the Razor Crest, right? Huh? It's it was, Star Wars. Wasn't it? You gotta have monsters in it. Oh my god, I'm dying right there, Star Wars. <laughs> no, no, no. But no, I honestly didn't hate it. It just no, but but what you're complaining about is stuff that's <laughs> been a mainstay in one storytelling and two Star Wars. They do have to have fodder there for this thing, for this enemy to be formidable. So when the Mandalorian shows up to kill it, you had to be like, "Whoa, he's fucking rad, dude!" It's his. Right. It's I, his show. Remember I, that. It's under, his show. Understood. But <laughs> you are not. You have yet to show me how badass Mandalorians are. But no. But we know the Mandalorian, right? Sure. Sure. But, but every other one is. 
I'm sorry. That's Every not... other one is a jackass no, from what I can see. The first season they had a, they had a cool scene where they helped him in the first season when he was fighting off the the empire cuz he uh, kidnapped Grogu back, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so that was a good scene. But I but again, I understand the criticism of what you're trying to say is you you need to make the group of people uh, more formidable if you're going to build up to because I think what they're trying if to you're going to make them these legendary fucking warriors and shit. Well, man, I, I haven't seen it yet in the fucking I, Star well, Wars I, universe. What I think they're build- even Boba Fett in the original trilogy isn't that big of a fucking deal. He just gets lucky a couple times and he gets He's taken not even a Mandalorian. Out. He gets taken. Okay, fine, but he gets taken out by a fucking uh, blind dude with a fucking uh, thing. Oops. Uh, ah, and now I'm in a Sarlacc. I like Boba Fett a lot better now that, that he's been in The Mandalorian. But then again, we didn't we not have the same criticism about Book of Boba Fett? And again, well, did, yeah, didn't we say it back then? There better be fucking three episodes of, of strictly <laughs> Boba Fett shoehorned into this fucking season I of Mandalorian. So. It better there. be. But that, that was my big criticism. Look, if you're going to do a Boba Fett show, do a Boba Fett show. Yeah. Don't try and shoehorn. You know how I knew a, a, a comic was not selling well back in the 90s? When they would put, like, Spider-Man, Spider-Man in it. Spider-Man's there Batman for no reason. It. And Punisher. Yeah. yeah. We talked about this last week, the Batman rule. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's how you know. And so you're like, okay, wait a second. So, and 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 I feel like, I mean, I know you can't make those three episodes of The Mandalorian that quickly. But didn't it feel like they put those episodes of the Mandalorian uh, centric book of Boba Fett in right when people were getting really bitchy about the Boba Fett show? Didn't it feel like that? Like, okay, here's some Mandalorian. Shut up. Yeah. For two weeks straight. So. (sighs) Again, you know what made me laugh about those episodes Uh. in the book of Boba Fett? That could have been two episodes in season three. And it could this could have the premiere could have been like the third episode of this season, honestly. Right. Because yeah, you could have just made four a four episode miniseries of the Boba Fett thing, or you could have made it a fucking Disney Plus movie. I don't care. I know, but that's another thing that frustrates me. Why? Why has it been four years since we've seen a Star Wars movie in a cinema? Like, what the fuck are we doing? We need to be putting that shit back in theaters, okay? First of all. First of all, <laughs> or second of all, if you're going to do something with Boba Fett that you want to do, do either, like we said, commit to that or make a movie. But that's neither here nor there. I think that and, uh, I think the problem is, too. I don't know. Star, I, Star Wars Legos, you're, you're fucking laying down on the job, too. But back to the what thing, I've seen coming out this year. Back, is back to what you were saying about Mandalorians. I do hope that they take steps throughout the season because they're clearly, to me, building to a civil war between uh, uh, Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan and, and Din. See, as the episode or went is, on, is Din or I Jin? liked it. Jin, Din Jarin. Yeah, so it's between those I two. liked the rest of the episode. It's just, to me, like, it just, it was just one of those, like, look, man. Okay, as a storyteller, he's got a fine line to walk because it's season three. And it's the first episode. So on one hand, he's got to be and like... And the show has been three years now? He's got to be saying now? to himself, every storyteller has to be saying to themselves, okay, I want to make sure that the people who've stuck with me this long get rewarded by the story, and that it's a good story for them, but I also want to make sure that people who might be trying to jump on can follow it pretty easily. And that's the 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 tightrope that you walk, I think, as a television like producer and writer and stuff like that. Yeah. So 
I get like you know that he kind of that they kind of had to put that set piece in in front in case somebody had never seen the Mandalorian and they were starting there, which I fucking highly doubt. Yeah, I don't. I don't look, man. I don't necessarily buy into the um, the Stanley adage of like it's everybody's first. Everybody has a first issue or something. I don't necessarily think that's true nowadays. Yeah, but the way he did it wasn't like that. No, but what I'm saying, I understand where you're trying to get, where you're trying to come from too. But they're also trying to do something that gets people excited again. I think because it's like, wow, we haven't had this show out for what two years now. And to be fair, there weren't a whole lot of set pieces in Andor. No, if you, set pieces but is again, your thing, which but again, isn't my thing. But but whatever. again, that's that's the thing. Whatever. Uh, you and I are viewing Star Wars differently, and that's what's the beauty of fandom is we can have these two things. Exist. No, I'm gatekeeping. And the episode, it's and I, you just said I, I, you don't think the episode itself is bad. You, no, I, I enjoyed it more. And like when I was like, like that's a Mandalorian castle. I'm like, fuck yeah! I got out my air guitar like, no, 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 no. Oh, and when uh, it was awesome, dude. When he tasty licks fucking guns down those pirates. Like the, oh, look, I will, yeah, yeah, was okay. I will say some of the criticisms. The pirates, again, are just like this half-baked kind of idea that they don't necessarily deliver on. Yeah, but the dogfight was pretty cool. Even though they yeah, got that their, fight in the asteroid. They pretty much got their asses kicked, but it was pretty cool. The asteroid field fight was pretty cool. Uh, but there are some criticisms that they're saying that uh, Din is too overpowered in this episode. He's too overpowered this season. I'm like, you guys, it's his show. Mm-hmm. Also, you don't um, look. I and I look. I I do hope that later on throughout the season he deals with some challenges and he remember, gets beaten because that's what yeah, you want. Yeah. But at the same time, his name's on the fucking marquee. You're gonna mm. make him look good. Do you remember HR Puffin stuff? You know that uh, cartoon back in the seventies, or it was like a, a live action kids show, and no. they were like life size puppets and shit. I didn't watch. That okay, I was um, What's up with the pirate captain being a fucking reject from HR Puffin you know stuff? He, dude? he looked what like a fuck? Chi- he looked like a what was that? A chia pet, right? <laughs> I love it. That's Star Wars, man. Oh, my God. You can't tell me that. Go back and watch Star Wars and tell me there aren't some goofy if looking fucking costumes. If you're going to go costumes. goofy, go goofy cool. He looks Go- like, not he looks goofy like a, stupid he looks like goofy the, cheap. It looks goofy cheap. It doesn't look lo- goofy on purpose. He looks like a fucking... They look like it was a mix between Jabba the Hutt or Pizza the Hutt from Spaceballs and like a Chia Pet. You know, that's kind of what I got. Or and a Christmas tree because it kind of looked like a Christmas. But dude, that's the thing is, is people are. I'm just tired of it. This well, this is the I can uh, again I can understand criticism <laughs> in a really. sense that it's a mishmash of styles because you have elements where it's the classic Mandalorian, which kind of like the Western, and he's like into town. And he's like, I'm not going to be your lawman, you know, whatever. And he does a quick draw like, bah, 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 bah. and then you got the the, the sci-fi. Dog fights in space that I fucking love. That was an awesome yeah, scene. Was and pretty, pretty fucking awesome. cool, man. It's dog really fights. like that. Like, and it's just and again, it was fun to see him outsmart them and and outfly them and be you know. But then yeah, so you run into this mishmash of styles where things are very serious when he's talking to Bo Katan. But then you also have before that he's dodging these. This is really fun dog fight and this really cheesy like swipe transition. Which, by the way, we get it. It's a mainstay in the series, but I get why some people are done with like the fucking weird Windows Movie Maker effects. To, to be to be really honest, um, I can't get enough of the swipes. Okay, thank God. The, the, I thought you were gonna say no, dude, but I'm in. <laughs> no, dude. The original trilogy was no, was I, all I've, of that is followed from the the way they kind of had to do things right. back then with the technology uh, uh, technology available I, to them, and wipes were like an easy transition. 
for editors and stuff. So I mean, I liked it sometimes. Like after the pirate scene, I loved it then because you it worked talk well. About goofiness and seriousness yeah. going together, embodying Star Wars. You know what embodies Star Wars to me? The fucking the 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 circle wipe. It's Windows Movie Maker and transition the, and the left to right but wipe I don't and know. the up and down I wipe. Like, oh the, yeah! For the most part, I Give like. Give me him. some wipes. For the most part, I like. I ain't him. Talking for my butthole. But there's sometimes where I'm like, okay, let's just jump this. I got to say butthole. Let's just move along. But no, but, I gotta have the wipes. The other, uh, the, but the Pirate King wipe is sometimes it? toilet paper doesn't do the job, Jake. I, well, sometimes you need some wipes. I just hope they do something else with the pirates because right now the pirates are just like this like fodder for unless unless it's supposed. Haven't they already had that in Mandalorian like a bunch of times though? But in fodder. But that's but. I'll only allow uh, it. Uh, listen, I'll only allow listen. It. I'll only allow it in the court of of of, of this show. I will only allow it if uh, we call it an order. O P O T. O P O T. Night court. O P O T. Court. O P O T. Judge Abby Stone. Uh, I'll only allow it if it's they are used for fodder, but f- fodder, but it's comedic purposes. If it's they take the piss out of him. The more you, he like, he clear like like they already have done. He kills every one of them, but that one guy in the in the, in the alleyway, and then he kills all of them except that one guy in the firefight. And then when they're like, "We got him," he just goes right past him. So I feel like if they keep using it for comedy, I think it you know it's gonna make more sense. I, uh, but for a first episode overall, I really really enjoyed this first episode. I give it a B. I give it a B. Solid B. I give. <laughs> I give it four Grogu's out of five Grogu's. I give it three and a half Grogu's. Three Grogu's. Well, now I'm going to change and put f- five, five dins out of five dins. So now I'm going to do nine dins out of five dins. I would give it if we were to give it a letter grade. I would give it uh, for me an solid A, B. an A minus. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I feel you. I feel like that's almost a B plus. I feel like you are so anti. <laughs> You're going to come around. I feel like it. I could feel it in my bones. Uh, I still don't understand. Uh, what? I do. I I will tell you this. The whole Mandalore's kind of destroyed thing kind of sucks. But I'm I'm hope- oh, I'm sure that you're right. Though, a, they're they're going to work around yeah, it. And work they're going to figure around. a way to make them come back to Mandalore somehow. Whatever. Anyway, that's our review. Mandalorian season three, episode one. Tyler, I got some bad. What's the theme song again? What for? What Mandalorian? Cats. Still got a whip in there. Ride him up, That's the theme. You think the bonanza, Tyler? What? Fuck. Let's uh, let's have a just moment. Break my heart. Let's have a moment to talk about something. Serious. Don't, don't go breaking my heart. Don't go breaking my heart. I want it breaking my heart. What's uh, the bad news? The bad news is. Give me the good news first. Funko. Do you like Funko Pop? I fucking love those things. Well, too bad. Yeah. Uh, more. Uh, <laughs> Funko's in trouble. Uh, so the problem. Yeah, don't I think. Fucking say. I'm not a business major, but I think the main problem is uh, when you have way too many walls IP. and walls dedicated to your pops that take up store space. You're gonna run into some issues. Uh, but here's the. You know what the big problem is? Is they don't just make pops anymore. They make those little fucking dorbs things. They make they make all number of collectible like figurines. Funko Pop cereal, man. 
I'm saying like that's one. Yeah, di- that's one uh, division of yeah. the fucking company, but, dude. But you're asking why am I ta- why are we talking about Funko Pops? Yeah. Well, more well, than, more than thirty guess. million dollars worth of uh, the Funko Pops are about to be dumped into the trash. The amount, which is based on a huge inventory growth year over year, and suggests Funko made more than they could sell. You can't fucking recycle that shit, you fucking 20, cocksuckers. In 2022. <laughs> And it was so much bigger than expected that the company's stock took a hit on that news as well. Again, this is, uh, to me, the problem of, yeah, the, the idea of having way too many IP. It's like the thing I worry about with Lego. Uh, oh, but, yeah. But here's why, here's why I think Lego is different because Lego has all this IP, but takes that uniqueness of the IP and, and use it to his advantage and makes different like sets and to- mm-hmm. and different things. Whereas Funko Pop, it's the same fucking pop. They just put a different face on it. They put it di- and look, I like them. I have a Macho Man one. I like I have a couple They're that, fucking they're, neat. They're cool. Yeah. But, but yeah, you're like, dude, but after but you know you know what you they ta- have but when you take up walls of space you know what I mean? You want to know what the problem is really? What? You know what they have right now? They have fucking they have uh uh, the the Looney Tunes characters as Scooby Doo characters pops no shit I've seen them both at Mayhem and J C D so like crossovers yes as a pop and like who the fuck needed that like who why are you that? making yeah. those why right that's something you'd see like, on like Reddit Daffy or, or, Duck as Shaggy yeah. Bugs Bunny as Fred fucking Tasmanian Devil as Scooby I'm not kidding here. I'm not kidding. I'm sure they exist. I believe I've you. seen them, and I even took them to the person at Jay's, and I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, huh? And I'm like, yeah. Who the fuck asked for it? And then you bought five. <laughs> then you bought the whole set. <laughs> the last one I bought, actually, was um, a really cool uh, comic book cover one, and it was the Starro. Yeah. Uh, the first uh, Brave and the Bold number 28. Yeah. Which I believe is the first appearance of the Justice League. Well, here, here's a great example of uh, Funko just having like every. Man, I got boogers, man. It has every IP known to man. Uh, so uh, on my shelf, he fell down, but because uh, I had to reorganize. He fell it. down. Oh, he, well, he did a flying elbow drop because he's nice. Macho Man Randy. Nice. Uh, I have a Funko Pop of Macho Man Randy Savage. I see him. Yeah. And then you look on the other part of the basement. I have another Funko Pop, two Funko Pop figures. Mm-hmm. That was a gift. Is inside joke of the family, but it's the McDonald's fucking chicken nuggets. The to- the chicken nugget Halloween toys from Happy Meals, they turn those into Funko Pops. Where it's like, again, to me, that's a, like one, it's funny that it is something from my childhood, but, but at the same time- a long time ago, though. Oh, yeah. Well, that I, was when they were fun, still keeping it. Fun fact, it, yeah. I still have some, origi- like some original uh, Halloween- Chicken nuggets from when I was a kid. Uh, I got them like it somehow mm, mm, made mm. it through my family back. So, um, so okay, so I get the I get the making a Funko Pop of the dude from the Hawaiian Punch, right? I get the making a Funko Pop of that guy. Oh, the mask guy, yeah. right? You can get that. You can get they're making a Captain Crunch. Well, you can get that they're the way, making Fred and McDonald's Barney. has all like the Hamburglar but, and oh, Grimm, yeah. all of them are oh, Funkos. Yeah. Ronald. But, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they have a whole uh, yeah, but um. Uh, um, what were we, uh, you were that you were on the, I, you were on the tip of your tongue, but we were, we were talking about the Hawaiian punch mascot. You're saying like that Hawaiian makes sense to be that a, makes a, punch a pump, for uh, the, Funko for pump. the mascots or whatever. Right. But you know what they started having at, uh, at places that I would see is they would have like actual, like just an anthropomorphized box of like a cereal. 
as a pop. <laughs> I'm serious. It was like a, a it was like Did a they box. get the Kool-Aid man? I feel like they should have the Kool-Aid man. Right, but then they were having like drink boxes. Yeah, like juice boxes. With and arms cereal. and legs and <laughs> smiles. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't even the guy anymore. And it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. And they started, I mean- they started making the big pops, and they they the, started making yeah these, the these, super yeah the like forty dollar. You pops. guys got to chill the fuck out, and man. it's the price too. I mean, you're paying for like fifteen dollar things that you again ten to fifteen dollars depending. On I, where look, you're I get the appeal of them. Oh, I do right? too. I know, but I'm yeah, not. at the same point, you're like, this is just the same pop. It's the same toy. It's the same figure over and over again, yeah. and then. When they do provide some variety and mix things up, and then they do weird mashups because they have all this IP. And again, that's why I think it's different with Lego, because again, Lego has the 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 ability to make unique sets to these right. characters and this IP and make new things unique. Where mm. yeah, Funko Pop, it's just the same fucking thing, you just know, a different coat and, of paint. And here's here's the thing: is they made a Funko. And again, I like them. They I made nothing against they them. made a, a a couple of Funko Star Wars Funko Pops of the original like Ralph McQuarrie um, like the original toys like Luke's no the original characters like oh, way before okay. like Luke Starkiller who was basically like the concept a, art yeah. yeah and like the Stormtrooper and C three PO oh, that's cool they made Funko Pops of those and like that's cool right but then they made like seventeen hundred different Stormtroopers for like each movie and yeah. it's like. Nobody needs that many stormtroopers, man. Yeah, yeah. But they do made. I mean, there are some funny yeah, they're ones. So too. fun though. But <laughs> yeah, guys, chill the, the fuck. It is out, weird because I watched the. I remember like during the height of that, mm-hmm. like when the Funko was really like booming. Uh, they Netflix did a documentary about it because it is fascinating, um, how that idea came to be and just how that really kind of took over the zeitgeist because. It's they've been around for a long time. Yeah, like uh, and even 80s? you know what's funny. Even though yes, this is bad for them and this isn't good news. And look to me, and you know, here we go. Figure out a way to recycle that. Shit, here we go. The pop culture podcast is getting political. But um, no, to me, this is an example of the problem of the system we're in. This yeah. is the problem of capitalism. In the in a world that exists, uh, like with this capitalism, is why Funko felt the need to get IP after IP after IP after Unchecked IP capitalism. to keep doing it, so then they could uh, dedicate whole entire walls to their well, figures you to know make why? money. And now they're getting fucked because right. there's too much. Because their stockholders were like, "Oh, we see these returns. We want more and more and more." They expect it to go up indefinitely. It's just like, what but we- it doesn't. That's not how fucking capitalism works. <laughs> it's fucks. It's just like a. Uh, Fuck. Well, that's the thing. People the, with money are stupid. Tyler, there's only so many stores in the in the country. There's only so many stores in the world. And then you're not going to want to put the infrastructure in building up your own Funko store because the only thing you're going to be selling is Funko. So, what, yeah, it's the same thing we say with streaming services. It's not sustainable when right. you approach it as yes. you've got to keep growing and growing and but growing. But say and there's growing. like a like a really obscure, like, I don't know, something uh, from, a, from like, uh, uh, there's a Funko pop of like a really obscure Star Wars character, right? Mm-hmm. Now, because it's in a wave, they're going to make, like, what, 10,000 or, like, 100,000 of them to ship to different stores, right? Yeah. What if nobody buys one of those? What? And and are you expecting 100,000 people to buy every single one in that wave? <laughs> Maybe 10 people will. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, well, and it's like, oh, do you like? They don't think this, about it this... in terms of like yeah. common sense. They think about it in terms of business, and that's why they got fucked. And the first thing they think of, like, oh, you like strange, like, 
this thing. Oh, Stranger Things. Let's make a 15 different Stranger Things pops. Oh, everybody's starting to really being in this anime. So let's make yeah. 20 different yeah. Yeah, let's for this do Naruto. Anime. Let's do Bleach. Let's do my one Hero Punch Academia. Man. Oh, my All God. This you fucking idiots. Yeah. Well, uh, look, again, I, I get the appeal of them, but it is it goes back to the same thing. It's just. No, it's, uh, it's not sustainable because you can only have so many. If you want the like truth, though, said, it wasn't the anime pops that really made it. It was the it was all them. If, if if there was one like type of pop that I would get rid of to help them, like not the crossover be, ones. Yeah, the mashups. That's I don't need that shit. Uh, I know that there's a lot of people who love anime, uh, and and I'm not you know in that not camp, your thing, but it's but yeah. I know that it brings joy to a lot of people, thing. and I, I think that's cool that they can get Funko Pops yeah. of that shit. But maybe they need to go to look with 3D printers so prevalent, dude. They need to make a Funko Pop machine to to put yeah. in stores. Well, it's a 3D they, printer. They do have custom ones that you can make, right? But you got to order them online, yeah. and they only they make they still make a hundred thousand of them every batch. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what they're doing. They need to go like this, dude. Okay, all we need to do is make a Funko machine that anybody in the store can go up and pay like $20 and they can it's make whatever Funko Pop they want. Anyone, any one of the IP that already any, exists. Any sort they of can color make it, combination, exactly, whatever you Exactly, you want. can pay extra yeah. and have it gold or, or like, you know, the yeah. ones that are covered in just, right? Yeah. Fuck mass producing these things. Well, I don't think hire us, man. Them. We could solve so many problems. You fucking cucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know why I go. I don't, even, I don't even use it right. All right, Tyler. Not that it needs to be used Let, right ever because it's a stupid word. Let's move on to stuff that's more exciting. Yeah. Better, better news. Yeah. Or maybe it isn't. I want to get. I really yeah, want to get. Hate it. I want to get your take on this because you hate everything I like. So um, <laughs> that's that's another thing. If anybody says we don't have differing opinions, I seem to like that Mandalorian episode a lot more than he did. Okay. Mm. And I like DC a lot more than he does. Mm-hmm. We'll get more mm-hmm. of that later. Mm-hmm. Um. So it looks like there's some rumors floating around. Now I take this with a grain of salt. In the water? Excuse me. Ask the waiter for another water. I think this is from comic either comic book resource. Something floating in my water. I think this article is either from CBR or comicbook.com. I can't remember exactly which. They're very similar uh, heading styles. The blue, it's very. Yep. And the blue and the yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, I like both of them. there's a rumor floating around. This is from Industry Insider. I think it was Jeff Schneider. Mm-hmm. Uh, claiming that previous DC Films president, Walter Hamada, mm. hired F9 writer Daniel Casey. That's uh, F9 for Fast Furious 9 title. Oh, okay. Daniel uh, Casey. I don't acknowledge that that <laughs> to write a script franchise exists. To write a script for an animated Batman Beyond project, which, quote would have been DC's answer to Into the Spider-Verse. Why do you have to have an answer to that? Why can't you just make up your own fucking story? Well, well, because, dude. Actually, I don't care. Come on, it it's cool. Marvel and DC. It sounds cool. They're so derivative of each other. I don't other. care, it sounds cool. What do they always do? They always rip each other off. Uh, yeah. What? No, they don't. <laughs> but that seems interesting to me. So, I'm... That would be cool. Because you could bring back... And granted, you know... This would have happened when he was still alive, of course. But you could have had mm. Kevin Conroy. You could have had other previous Batman be. A, you could have fucking Christian Bale voice the, Nolan's Batman. You could had Keaton come back and do eighty nine. But like that would have been cool. I would have loved to have seen a sixty nine Batman. And look, I have full confidence in what James Gunn is doing for yeah, the DCU. Yeah. But sometimes I wish we could have seen what Mo- Walter Hamada wanted because. Look, if that Batgirl movie sucked, that Batgirl suit movie sucked. Whatever. 
But at least he was doing things to like look, and you could look at it. He's just throwing darts at a dartboard to see what sticks. Very possible. But at least he's do, at least he was trying to do something out of the normal. And why not? Into the Spider Verse is an Oscar-winning movie. It's widely popular. Mm. Some would say the best Spider-Man movie ever. And I think it's 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 up there. Uh, no Way Home and uh, Into the Spider Verse. I feel like could go either way for me. Yeah. But 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 that's my thing. Why 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 wouldn't you go at what's successful and try and do your version? You guys have been do you guys rip each other off for years. Have been doing it since you've been exist in existence. So why not? Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I wish we could have kind of seen what it would be a little bit. Yeah, I mean it was you know um, it's uh, there's there's times in history that like you know Tom Selleck tried out for Han Solo. You know, yeah, like you're kind of like I wonder Will what Smith was going to be in Django Unchained. Right. Yes. You know, yeah. but uh, you know, it just there's a lot of different things that you're like, man, I, I wonder what that was like. But truly, do we really want to know what that was like? Any of those what ifs? Because. It the the way they are is pretty great, yeah yeah. Well, it's like uh, it's like Superman Lives with Nicolas Cage. Like the story of that getting canceled and not happening is more interesting than probably that shitty movie. It probably yeah. Right. It probably would have been. And I'm not saying I don't know though. I'm man. not saying the this costume was... looked pretty fucking cool, dude. Uh, I wanted that movie. I wanted to see that <gasps> movie. Uh, <laughs> but but that's the thing too. I at the same time I would have liked to see what they would have done with a bat verse. You know, with, sure. With I mean, it's story. a fun idea. It seems like they're kind of doing that in the Flash movie. So I guess we might see that after all, with Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton being in it, and maybe there's, I really hope there's somebody, another rumor floating yeah. that it's another uh, Batman, but it but it's not George Clooney. Or, I, I don't really, know. I really, really hope that well, they got George somebody, Clooney to voice a Batman for this movie. Holy dude, shit! I really, and he would have done it because he doesn't have to do anything physically. Yeah, I really would have. Uh, I really would have liked. Uh, I really hope somebody making the Flashpoint movie was like, so uh, we're, we are going to call Jeffrey Dean Morgan about playing Thomas oh, Wayne's version please. of Batman, right? Because he was Batman's dad and like the Snyder. Why else do you cast Jeffrey Dean Morgan in that spot? You know what I mean? Right? I feel like he might be in it. There might be something. I hope he's in it. Just and like don't you think Lauren Cohan has the chops to play like a fucking nuts broad, like a Joker type? Jeez. I'm yeah. saying, like, I know what you, mean, you, yeah. you cast both of those well-known actors uh, from a well-known, you know, well, franchise. It's kind of funny that they both came from The Walking Dead. But yeah. yeah. So, another, and speaking of... I the, got a crush on her, while but that's, we're, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. While we're in the, uh, while we're in the Batverse, yeah. I want to keep talking about it. So, Let's Sneeder it, also... Batverse, man. Sneeder also tweeted about that... Sneeder, oh, yeah. Uh, Gunn and Safran nixed a solo Batman film starring Michael Keaton, which would have been an adaptation of Batman Beyond. So again, we're going back to there's two possible Batman Beyond projects they were yeah. talking about. How likely look, was that? Now look, mm. I think it's a slam fucking dunk if you wanted to do that. I think it's a smart thing to do to have Michael Keaton be... do. Like, I mean, just because you already have the parallels of that 90s series was made... To go alongside with the the eighty nine movie, like they are not at all tied together. They are their own separate entities. Right. But wouldn't that be cool to do a role that was for Kevin Conroy, where he was the first like Batman that a lot of people attached to? Some do the, the same thing with Michael Keaton. Like, that would have been cool. Some of the best ideas in comic books and in entertainment in general start with the phrase, "Wouldn't it be cool? Yeah, right. If, yeah." You know, and so many of these How, studios don't do that. But however, 
I go back to what you said earlier. Is this more fun, to us talking about it, than actually seeing it? Right, and sometimes fan service stuff can be bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it can be like, what the fuck are you doing? Because the, the fanboy in me, who g- fucking loved the Batman Beyond cartoon, and and, and, and loved, and, and still loves Keaton's Batman, like, right. that really, really ties oh, to yeah. me. But again, Keaton, it's like... Baby. if The original. But again, there's a reason why it didn't work, or it it wasn't looked at, because maybe they're like, let's restructure and try and find a way to make this be a better story. And that seems to be what Gunn is all about. Gunn is like, I want this, like, its story is king. Story has to be what we focus on. So maybe this just wasn't going to work in their grand scheme of things, because clearly they want to do, like, the Bat family and Brave and the Bold. Because we haven't really seen a lot of the Bat family on screen, which I kind of like. Uh, keeps going. Uh, the the film was being written by uh, Christina Hodson, who has penned other DC films like Birds of Prey, which is fun. I enjoyed mm-hmm, that movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, she also uh, wrote the upcoming Flash movie, and she wrote the Batgirl movie that was canceled. So she's kind of hit or miss here. Seems like we don't know. But Gunn says it's great, and I'm that trailer got me, dude. I'm really excited. Yeah. I just wish it wasn't Ezra Miller. Uh, yeah, the movie reportedly would have taken place after the events of the Flash, which would help launch the new DCU, and would have been uh, would have seen Keaton rekindle his romance with Catwoman. Although it is unknown if Michael uh, Michelle Pfeiffer would ha- return to play Selena Kyle again, she still looks really good. Again, again, this sounds good on paper. This sounds good in your head. And I'm not saying that Keaton and, and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer have lost any step in their chops. I think they're still great actors, but. If you see it on screen, does it feel genuine or does it just feel, like you said, bullshit fan service? If we just do that, like, because what are we doing? What is the purpose of it? Because isn't this Flash movie trying to establish that this is a different, even a different diversion of Keaton? Perfect moment. Perfect moment from the fucking trailer, dude. We talked about it last week, a couple weeks ago. When he comes out and goes, yeah, I'm Batman. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right? And didn't you say, like, I think they just did that for the trailer. And I'm like, I fucking hope so. Because if they do that in the movie, that is the definition of bullshit fan service. <laughs> like, seriously, right? It, that That is too much of a wink to the audience. Like, hey, it's me again. You remember? I used to be but your man, favorite. But man, he still looks good in that suit. Right? Oh. But please don't make it like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I don't you know, want it. I don't want it to be too winky. Yeah, like, hey. Batman, right? All right. And I tell you what, I think that this Batman movie would be this one of him. Probably. Yeah. However, I would have loved to have seen that version of Batman Beyond. But who knows? Maybe I'm not ruling out that we will see more of Batman Beyond because that character is still very. Uh, I think even just this past year, they had another comic book run for that character for Terry McGinnis. Like that character is still popular; people still like it. There's also, but there was one weird Batman Beyond series. I where, don't get it. Where Tim Drake gets thrown into the future and he's the Batman Beyond instead of. But Terry I don't McGinnis. really get Spider-Man 2099 either, so I don't really get the whole. Oh, I see. You don't like legacy characters. I don't think I do. I don't think I do. No. Which is fine. Yeah, I guess. It's gonna be a little bitch. Do you like uh, do you like multiverse characters like Spider Gwen? Oh, probably you do because it's Marvel, you prick. <laughs> uh, uh, Tyler, uh, yeah, it's a segment that we haven't done in weeks. What it's making it? its way back, uh, making its way downtown, walking fast, faces passing them homebound. Yeah, that is just gonna make me throw up. It's the Griff Report. Oh, 
Um, oh, oh, oh. So, oh. Tyler, uh, by the time this goes up, uh, episode eight we'll will already have. Uh, wow, has already gone up. Um, so, episode seven of The Last of Us on HBO mm-hmm. focused on the DLC from the game, which, if you don't know, is downloadable content. Which is like a bonus thing you could play. It came out. It's like a movie. It, well, it came out a couple months after the game came out. Oh, okay. And it's pretty much like a movie. I mean, what you saw on the show is pretty much what the DLC is. There's not a ton of like gameplay. It's more of just uh, that's cool. Developing Ellie's backstory sure. and doing stuff like that. So, uh, of course, it comes out, and just like in the game, Ellie is kisses uh, Riley. Riley. Yeah. Riley, I, I just watched it last night. So, uh, kisses her, and it's like establishes they are both into each other. It's more than just a friendship; it's definitely more flirtatious and all that stuff. It's a remind. It's a romantic scene. It's a cute display of young love, and then immediately gets taken away from us because it's the last of us. Uh, <laughs> but of course, just like episode three, people got upset about episode seven because gay people. That's really all it is: is gay people exist, mm. and a lot of them are trying to say, "Well, it's gay filler episodes." And I'm like, okay, okay. It's what? Gay filler episodes. Like, both the gay-centric romances are just filler episodes in the season. Like, they think it's, you know, like, it's just interesting to me that, like, they're clearly just dedicating these episodes to these gay couples and their filler episodes. First of all. No, actually. First, actually, no. Um, first of all, yeah. it establishes background yes. for both characters. Yes. For Bill and, or for the characters. Yeah, Bill and Frank, and it establishes how Ellie got bit. Yes. It also establishes why, again, it's Probably this, why she hooks up with Marlene because Riley's a firefly and everything, and they're gonna find them together and be like, "Who? Why the fuck haven't you turned this, or whatever?" This is why you should not listen to these people's opinions. Yes, because they don't have opinions because they're they have no media literacy. Because if they did, they would understand what the fuck themes are. The themes of this show, the themes of the game, have always been caring for someone else. In the worst possible times when it should be, you focus on yourself and you f- focus on survival. Mm-hmm. But you put that, you put yourself aside for another person. Mm-hmm. That's always been the theme. That's what Bill and Frank's story was about. And this is what Ellie's story is about. But you, you can even go a different direction and say this theme is continuing the character arc that she's on because Joel is sick. So we're having the flashback to show why she is so adamant to save him because everybody she loves dies. You dumb fuck. Simple. They're not filler. Yeah. They add to the narrative. Yes. And, uh, you know, I rest my and, case, and, Your and, Honor. Uh, okay, well, now it's my turn. I told you I was going to go off because I was yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you, I was like, I need to get my rant in, and then you'll get your rant in, and then we'll do the clips. So, um, I just I remember reaching out to you, who you know the 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 folks who follow these these pieces of shit and who mm-hmm. think it's okay that these like don't say gay bills here in Iowa. The the, the leadership in Iowa right now is fucking trying to horrible, ban gay marriage, and there's going to be a, a lot of a lot a lot of teen mental health crises over the next five or six years yeah. because you pass this fucking bill and you're marginalizing an already marginalized group. You're making them out, kids. And, dude, you know what this episode told me, man? What? So imagine you're a 13-year-old kid. I want every adult listening to do this. Imagine you're a 13-year-old kid, and I'll talk about me because I'm a guy. Uh, it'll make it easier for the story. 
But I'm 13 years old, and I'm kind of already coming into my own in junior high, and I'm dealing with all that pressure, like, growing up, and everybody's getting into cliques, and there's girls and stuff, and hair's getting popping up. boners all the time. Yeah, right? And not only that, but even worse, dude, like, something's wrong with me, because I want to I kiss my guy friend, like, my best friend, like... I want to kiss him, you know? Like, there's something wrong. With, that's wrong, right? Yeah, all the other guys like, dude, my talking mom about and dad, girls. And, like, my, my mom and yeah. dad. Like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you watch this episode, like, how terrified Ellie is, but excited. Like, when she first kisses Riley, because you can tell she's that She's taking a leap of faith. Well, you yeah, can yeah. tell that there's something there. Like, she's not just, you know, More just, than friends, yeah. Absolutely. There's something there from both of them. They've both felt it. She like, turns the music they've on helped, that they've she's held hands to. Before. They dance. It's yeah. at the it's tail end of the episode, yeah. right? It's at the tail end of the episode, and throughout the episode, you see moments of romanticism, of touching, things, holding hands, things like she that. She got quarters for the game for her. She's like, "I ripped this up. To, like, I wanted to make this special because it's your birthday, you know." Yeah. Or is it, is it her birthday in the story, or is it just she was just? I don't know. She it, was just trying to give her the best night the of her point life. Is, is they're they're best friends, but it's it's clearly it's clear that they've never tried that, and, and now they're seeing each other in a romantic light. It's kind of it's kind of beautiful, man. It's, it's a cute. Like I said, it's a cute portrayal. But dude, portrayal of the young love. Imagine, imagine that portrayal. that there, that you think there's something wrong with you, and then you meet somebody just like you. Yeah. Oh my God! Wait, and you like me too? Could how not. fucking how much how much washing all of that bullshit away for you that must be? Yeah. You've been you've been you've been hiding behind a wall your entire life. You haven't even told your parents, man. You don't even there's you don't even know if that's right that you should be feeling that way. And then you realize that everything about it is right and you are right and there's nothing wrong with you. You're just a human being like the rest trying of us to trying to figure yeah. it out and that is what pisses me off about yes. these adults on youtube they are fucking pieces of shit and they're hurting children and young kids because they can't figure out that all of us are just human beings trying to figure it out and shame on fucking all these fuckers that we're about to talk about dude shame on you for being just assholes about not knowing what it's like I'm glad that you never have had a point in your life when you were like felt like you were on your own or you never belonged. I'm glad. But there are a lot of people out there who have felt like that. And you're making it worse for them. And shame on you. That's my rant. <laughs> um well it's only one person today, but uh it's But fuck her. She's got six <laughs> it's six clips, but they're all short. Oh, um okay. shorter. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Um, you know you know off topic. You know the uh, the uh, um, Paul Giamatti Verizon commercial where he's, he's uh, uh, Einstein. Yeah, we need to get that drop where he's like, oh, oh, brilliant. Oh, uh, the, the Guinness commercials, brilliant. No, no, uh, yeah, whatever. But that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, those poorly animated Guinness commercials, <laughs> yeah. brilliant. Um, um, which probably shouldn't have been marketed me on ESPN when I was watching as a kid. But anyway, uh, yeah, you'll you'll get to drink it eventually, kid. Yeah, Just you get you uh, had a sip your dad's So anyway, beer. Melanie Mack had something to say this past week on uh, we wish the she episode. No, I wish she had. The problem I have with Melanie Mack. Not that I want her to be silent, be a female. She she's a she's an interesting one because she is the classic uh, Christian. Where oh, she Christ. uses her religion to oh, back Christ. up her bigotry, literally, uh, and it is let's not mistake it; it's bigotry, because uh, this develops. And by the way, I just gotta say this: nobody talks more about trans people than conservatives that hate trans people. Yeah. 
Trans people don't even talk about trans people as much as these people talk about trans no. people. Mm. And somehow this episode is a launching pad for her to go on a transphobic diatribe. But she does address the show first. So the whole thing is she's reading a Bounding into Dumb Shit Comics uh, uh, article <laughs> where she talks about uh. Storm Reed, the the uh, girl that portrays Riley in the episode, says if, for, if there's any, like, with the homophobic backlash, yeah. she's like, don't watch it. Yeah. Fuck you, That's don't watch fair. it. That is Bella Ramsey fair. said, uh, I got bad news for you. This is, you know, a progressive story, and... If you don't like it, that's if you if you hate it because of that or you don't like it because of that, that's on you mm. and you're missing out. And which is absolutely and, and right. It also says a lot about you. If you're not allowing yourself being. to see the beauty in love. <laughs> see that love can work in any right. you know and like it, it, it doesn't matter uh what race or creed or how sexuality. Love is love. Hu- how strong the human soul and will can yeah. be yeah. to to weather crises and everything. And it's like you like I said, it's cute to see the teen angst in the teen it's the beginning of a a, a teen romance, you know, because yeah. we've all been there. We've all had that moment, like you were talking about, where it's like, oh, should I kiss her or should I kiss him or whatever, you know, whatever. And yeah. Anyway, let's talk about uh, her, Melanie Mack reading this article, Ugh. talking about Storm Reed, Ugh. saying, if you don't like it, don't watch. Oh, shit. If you don't like it, don't watch mm. it, which, for the record, I haven't been watching it. <laughs> I watched so the it's first great that you have an opinion and I on thought it. it was so overrated and not nearly as amazing as people were letting it on to be that I was, I don't know, I just didn't have any interest. It wasn't for any of the gay stuff, but <laughs> mind you, the gay episodes appear to be filler episodes. So it's a little funny that this is a one, that, that in the first season there's going to be nine episodes total and at least two of those are filler already what does that freaking say first of all it says nothing because they're not filler episodes second also, you haven't even fucking watched it so shut no, the fuck but up that, but that's my favorite part that's my favorite part she has not claimed she's not watched it since the first episode but the only time she has talked about it is when they were two gay centric love stories well how the fuck do you know you dumbass all right here's clip number two how many we have six but oh, they're all short fuck. okay good <laughs> keeping the plot moving forward again why why she thinks they're filler episodes both are filler episodes in nature (laughs) it definitely begs the question of is this pandering and is it was this just you know what is the focus here and is it just for woke points rather than actually adding more context to the story could some of this stuff have been incorporated in existing episodes and in this case via flashbacks whatever it may be uh, did they need entire episodes in the first season right Um, or look at Bill's story how they changed things uh, just to incorporate that for example incorporate um, what incorporate what it does ask a lot of questions that has a lot of questions incorporate a gay love story instead of being a cynical story she can't even say homosexual can she no what a piece of fetid human fucking garbage you are. Fuck you. Okay. No. We're not even into the worst stuff yet. I can't <laughs> fucking wait, you fucking scumbag. No, no, no I, 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 you, How fucking dare you using fucking Jesus Christ to fucking it call gets worse. Out. Oh it gets worse. It gets worse. You got to get through okay, it. You got to get through it. I'm just going to sit here in silence for the rest of the time. <laughs> <laughs> or else I will, but you I will know my rip favorite, this microphone to my shreds. My favorite part is the end of that, towards the end of that clip, and she's like, well, they changed Bill's story to uh, put, incorporate that. that. What? Incorporate what? Incorporate what? You can't say it? 
Butt sex. Cowboy butt sex. Butt sex. Melanie Mac. Also, it's kind of tired. That's not you know what's really tired joke is when uh, they talk about a gay love story, these chuds, and they put bro- uh, fucking Brokeback Mountain as a thumbnail. I'm like, good job. You made a joke from like 2006. Uh, is that the only one that they think has ever been portrayed on screen? Yes. I, well, it's probably... Well, before all this be goddamn honest, woke shit, that was the only gay thing I ever also, saw. Also, do you think they'd be upset if they found out uh, where John Voight got his fame from? <laughs> what the fuck was that? It was great. Great content. Unlike I this. I think despite what people are going to say, if they don't like it, I content. think there are going to be a lot more people that appreciate it. A lot more people this is that Storm. feel oh, sorry, 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 sorry. This is her reading a quote from Storm Reed saying that like even if people d- don't like it, it's still, you know, hey, it's nice that this is being represented is what she's saying. Ted and seen and heard, so that's what matters. See, I am so... I can't even tell you guys. So y'all know if you've been watching me long enough... I am so tired of this whole representation narrative. People need to be seen. It, this is just pure narcissism. If you Says cannot, the well, anybody who needs to see themselves on a TV show or to see themselves in a video game to enjoy it, if they need validation from Hollywood just for their own existence, then they're a very fragile person, okay? This is just weird, this obsession with having to be seen all the time. Like, can we not just focus on good stories being good stories instead of this obsession with being seen? So, see, you're a... Sorry, sorry, sorry. I have have my hand up. I have my hand up, teacher. Oh, jeez. Jeez, son of a bitch. (laughs) No, I was going to... Uh, the reason I have my hand up, because you were going to say the same thing I was going to do it, so I just wanted to get to you first. Yes, she is a straight, white, Christian woman. Mm. So she doesn't know fuck all about She's not being... She's been a- seeing herself on screen for fucking centuries now. God damn it. Are you stupid? You've been fucking seeing yourself. God! You're fucking worthless, fucking white bread, fucking kind. <laughs> Go a fucking way. Did you say white bread? I'm tired of it. Oh, I'm way. Fucking shut fucking up. Fucking whiteies. Shut I, up. You know who I can't stand? Your fucking mayonnaise. I can't stand. Nobody s- likes me. Oh, Sorry, no, you knocked out the... And <laughs> oh, you, damn it. <laughs> you knocked out the mic for a second. I'm so pissed. Yeah, you fucked up the audio. <laughs> no, it's recording? fine. We're still good. <laughs> We're still good. But the, the thing came out for a second, so you might have been like digitized for a little bit. That's fine. Uh, I was pissed. No, yeah, yeah. It's it's Ugh. worth pointing out. She's a straight white Christian wo- Christian woman. Um, there's a couple more clips. So this. We have to. No, God, you're gonna get real. If you're angry now, it's gonna get worse. It's gonna. Get, I might have to mute you. <laughs> so put my hands in my pockets. So she proceeds to use this. Put the this, knives away. <laughs> this, by the way, is a 27 minute 27 minute video. God. So she is like. Using this as like a platform to just go off on her transphobia, and I will tell you this: fuck you, Melanie. So Mark. whoever uh, Eric July pays, uh, or whoever is likes to is is Eric July's biggest dick rider on Twitter, uh, <laughs> rip a verse gold post. Right, right. <laughs> I like it accused me of like uh, like they they actually took a clip when we did the thing about the rip a verse cards, right, right, and uh, like. <laughs> accused me of being this guy that's like 
jealous of uh, Eric July because he made all this money for the comic book. Yeah, well, you that know what? was the big comment we kept getting. But here's the thing: I'm not, I'm not jealous of Eric July. No, I'm jealous of Melanie Mack because she can go on camera and be the dumbest fucking motherfucker on the planet and make money off of it. I'm jealous because I have to have integrity and actually be honest with you guys and yeah. tell you what I feel. Much more but difficult she can come than on just here. going on and spouting diarrhea from the latest and fucking can, bullshit so, you saw on yeah. Fox. So she can put in you her her Midwest Christian fucking bigotry Fuck and all of this. Jesus Christ was never a bigot, you fucking piece of shit, okay? Hey. Sorry. But you're right. Okay. Look at how you're... What is it like... Uh, think about food, for example. Oh, like time out. This is she's using food and eating and dieting as an example against trans trans people. Wow. Stuff. Eating like cake and pizza and foods that are bad for you that will that are bad for your body, uh, especially those addicting foods, potato chips. If you just had no inhibition, right? If you didn't you you if you didn't fight against your own cravings, you would want to keep eating this stuff. Most people would. We want to keep eating this stuff until we're on my six hundred pound life, and Doctor Now is throwing shade at us and roasting us, and people are laughing. You know, um, no, I don't. So you can't say, oh, but it's natural for me. It's ah! natural for me to want to eat a whole large pizza and a whole box of Cinnabons, and. Drink a or suck giant a big cock. Is that what soda. she's trying to say? It's she can't say suck a big cock. She can't say take a big cock in the butthole, right. can she? She can't talk about scissoring, <laughs> can she? <laughs> well, let me tell you for you, Melanie Mac, <laughs> sucking a big old cock might be fun for some, but not me. <laughs> Yeah, but she can't even say it. No, but fuck off, so, man. Just so, so fucking, the uh, the idea. I'll bet you she always has sex with the lights off. <laughs> well, yeah, she doesn't even swear. Always, she doesn't swear. Always at all. She she reads her Bible. She spends all this time uh, keeping her body tight. I want to be clear. Let her I want to be clear. I don't have a problem if you practice Christianity. No, me and you neither. There's a God. And no, you, me neither. And we go to church and everything. As long as you don't use that for your bigotry. Yeah, because you're fine with me. Because Christianity is not about bigotry. You fucking bigot. Exactly. You're a bigot who likes God. But to, to, but to, Not but, Christian. But to, to compare <laughs> gluttony uh, right? to wanting you? to be the person you want to be. Thanks for is... making that 14-year-old think that they're already thinking that they're weird. And then they listen to your fucking bigoted ass. And then they're like, well, I'm definitely weird. Melanie Max says I'm a fucking fat turd. What if they are actually overweight too? You just fucking yeah. you just you might as well have gone into that house, Melanie, made a fucking noose for that kid. Jesus Christ! Well, okay. for what? You're not wrong. Aren't are they not? Is this All not right. where it's headed? Tyler, we got two more okay, clips. Sorry. Okay. This. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm so mad. Ah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, she continues to talk. <sighs> like seriously, this is the thing. This is why I did it. This Hands way. in my pockets. This is why I structured it this way because. She, she, she. This is what they do. They, they take a topic that is in the zeitgeist. They take a topic that's popular. They take a topic that they know will get clicks, and they talk about it for a little bit, and then they, then they use it as a way, as a jumping off point to talk about their fucking alt right politics. Yeah. And this is a great example. What does transgender shit or trans people have to do with anything with this fucking episode? None. Nothing. None. Nothing. Here's clip number five. You know, it's funny as I forgot the order of the clips. Oh, before, before so I'm you, starting to play them, and then I can but give you a backstory. Before you play the order of the... Well, hang All on. Right. All right, so he's... She's quoting some fucking okay, crazy I, lunatic. I have to say this. 
Um, there's there's kind of an issue, um, and I know that I'm not. I know that people in the community have have felt this and have seen this, but LGBTQA plus. There's a reason for that because there's strength in numbers, and there are far too many fucking pieces of shit trying to make their lives harder. That there's strength in numbers to be LGBTQA plus. And I know that there are people within those letters who are like, I don't like being grouped all together, okay? Because of fucking bigots like this who, because that there's a T in there and this episode has lesbians, because they're bigoted and, and ignorant, they're going to go, well, trans also, and it's not. But there's strength in numbers. I have no problem with the, you know, the, 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 the uh, acronym or whatever to use because there's strength in numbers and it's better to... To uh, for uh, for them to band together, right, mm-hmm. and and be able to change stuff for the better for them. Why not? Why would you want your life to be harder? But there's a danger in in call in lumping them together. That ignorant yeah. fucks like this well, are, and it's are just also, lumping them it's, together in the wrong all way. The, also, the ignorance of thinking that tra- uh, trans people are pedophiles. And, right? Yeah, or and, groomers. Or groomers. Fuck yeah. you. Fuck it, you. Fuck you, Dylan. Fuck you, Dylan. Um, Get those people arrow. So this next clip, she's quoting some lunatic who I don't even remember his name, and I don't care to give him any credit. Sure. But she's quoting him to pretty much say that transphobia or the wokeness in general and trans and trans people are uh, demonic. Hmm. He states, signs are all around that. The devil is doing just that today in our world. Yeah, it's you. You working for the devil, dumbass. Anytime I see millions of otherwise rational people doing irrational things, I look for the demonic element in what's going on. What, like loving my fellow human being? How irrational is that? has fallen upon earth, and you and I are witnessing it before our very eyes. I I agree. He continued, it is manifested in such things as the surgical mutilation and infliction of puberty-blocking drugs on I'm sorry, I'm gonna stop it early. Wait, but she I'm gonna can g- actually say there's puberty. There's more. There's That's, more. That doesn't make sense. I don't think she's. I think she's bullshitting about not swearing and stuff. If she's okay saying technical terms like puberty, a penis. Or, I don't think she says penis, but yeah. But I want to stop right there. I want to stop it right there because yeah, please can we not? No, hear there's the rest more. Of- oh. <laughs> I thought you were just saying like this. No, but I just want to talk right now because there's people that have used this argument. And I think it's great, and every time you get a chance to do it, use it. If a woman gets a tit job, is that mutilation? Oh. Is that mutilation? Oh. If someone gets a nose job, is that mutilation? Uh-huh. Someone gets Botox, is oh. that mutilation? Whoa. You don't but get- it's only when it involves the oh. genitalia. And you know what? How the fuck is that any of your business? Prepubescent children in the name of transgender And no prepubescent kid is it getting trans... manifested tra- in drag queen tra- shows mm-hmm. in public libraries targeting audiences of elementary school children. Preach it! Preach it, brother. It is manifested in pornographic books in public school libraries targeting those <laughs> same children. It is yeah. manifested in primetime no, TV shows no, depicting and no, celebrating isn't. Satan worship. Nope. I could go, but you get the point. The blanket of demonic insanity has fallen upon the world. Yeah, I'm done with this. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. But to wrap it up, this is what it sums it up here for us. I hate that we've given this much time to this. Oh, he said it! He said it. Well said. It is so true, though. (laughs) This is just plaguing society as a whole. Yeah, I know. And it's being glorified. I should have sped her up. She takes so long. Dude. 
Just read your Bibles, people. Read your <laughs> Bibles and see what. I've been reading the Old Testament over again. I just finished Judges, and my goodness, Judges alone will show you. Judges. <laughs> Tyler took his headphones off, and he's like, uh, tell me when it's over. And then he puts his headset. Right when she's like, read your Bibles, people. I'm like, nope. Nope. I'm out. Fuck this shit. Nope. I'll play the rest of the clip. Like an action movie. <laughs> it's intense. But judges will show you just how much a corrupt society. Uh, how the, This is the thing. is When you start allowing sin and accepting sin at Being all, trans is um, sin. And especially Being gay is sin. It, Being who uh, we and are and is sin. And you're not speaking out against it. Um, it compounds. And things do get Yeah, the sin is capitalism, you fucking idiots. Things get a lot worse. Things get a lot worse if you let gay people and trans people exist. Mm. I got news for you, Melanie. They've existed since humans have existed. I'm sorry to tell you that. Since before Jesus. It's not this Oops. New, it's not... By the way, trans people are... Wait, wait. Would that just blow the fuck out of her mind if I told her that transgender and gay people have been around since before Jesus? Because, wait a second, there wasn't anybody around before Jesus. Uh, personally, I think she'd be more freaked out if you said Jesus wasn't white. I think she'd be really worried about that. Does she really think Jesus no, I don't know. White? I'm just being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most of those fucking idiots do. I don't give her the benefit of the it's doubt. Not, it's, not, it's not Christianity. It's Republicanity. But, but this is what I mean. This is why I don't like Melanie, as my, uh, why, I, why I titled this as she's a transphobic moron, because mm. she is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The reason I, I hate her, <laughs> now I'm using stronger language. The reason I don't like her is because she... I went out of just like all of her chuddy friends, uh, like Nerd Roddick and Heel versus uh, Heel versus Fuckface. Uh, <laughs> they they uh, they do this thing where they're like, "Oh, we're all gonna play Hogwarts Legacy." They never cared about Harry Potter until all this stuff with J.K. Rowling, and then she creates a character, first name Ima, last name Bigot, and like plays this game and makes multiple video after video after video, like dunking on people trying to boycott the game and talking about the sales and how great it is. It's like. You are pathetic. Seriously, you're fucking pathetic. If you spend your existence, which, by the way, don't have much time of it on this earth, and you're going to spend that much time, dedicate that much of your life because you like the money, to, and honestly, because she's a religious bigot and she's a fucking lunatic, and you're going to spend that much time dedicate that much time attacking people that want nothing to do with you have never done it what happened did you did you date someone that uh transitioned to be a woman and that made you feel weird is that what happened and what 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 is your re honestly tell me what is your reasoning for hating these people why you know, do you need your god which i gotta tell you yeah. if your god is what you think it is your god sucks also um this is the same person um who would try to ban books but would be okay with a yeah. um demonic magic user like harry potter <laughs> being in her library because it's you know jk Rowling. if hey, me you know can i tell you about this really great story i read once um it's a great fucking uh, coming-of-age trans... Um, uh, it's actually a, um, a coming-of-age homosexual story, and there's it's about this kid, <clears throat> and um, he lives under the stairs, and... Um, He's a wizard? Uh, no, no, I... It has nothing to do with it. It's actually about uh, homosexuality. Um, oh, I thought you were talking and about And he's Harry a kid, Potter. and he's about, he's about you know, nine, ten years old or whatever, and he lives under the stairs, lives with this horrible family and stuff, and they really treat him like shit because they know that he's he's acted out who he really is, which is a gay kid, you know? And they've really treated him like shit and put him under the stairs and stuff, and, you know, they just treat him like shit, just like shit. And one day, he, he gets this visitor, 
and uh, and it's a visitor, and 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 this kid realizes that he's not the only gay kid or person in the world anymore. In fact, there's a whole world hidden behind the real world of gay people. And oh, oh, you oh can, no, no, you I'm can... sorry, that was Harry Potter. You're right. <laughs> How the fuck do you feel now, transphobes? The whole Harry Potter story is about the gay experience and the transphobic experience. Imagine no, thinking that you're the only one of your kind That's and true. you're under the stairs and your people treat you really bad. Well, I got to say, I got to talk say. about a fucking dunk. Can I mic? Can I drop the mic? <laughs> can I do this? Can I do this real quick? Oh, it's nobody likes it. <laughs> it does. It, uh, I will say. Um, but I did just fucking dunk. Did I not? Hassan, yeah. Uh, Hassan Minaj made a great point about uh, when he was filling in for The Daily Show. He said that he thinks that the problem with J.K. Rowling is she's so rich she has to create problems to make her life interesting. And so he's like, I guarantee you she didn't give a fuck about trans nope. people a few years ago, but she no. started picking fights because she was bored. Also, uh, Just like Dilbert, like fucking idiot. Right, but... but well, he was always crazy. Well, but Right. To wrap it up... Okay, I will, but real quick, let, let's... Um, um, from what I understand, she has said herself that her reasoning for having an issue with transphobic people is biblical. It, no, was a uh, no. Uh, J.K. Rowling was oh. because of an assault at the hands of a trans. Right? Mm -hmm. Is that right? I don't. I don't know if that really happened, but that's okay, what she says. Right, or, but that's what she says. Right. That's the same thing as like being robbed by like uh, uh, uh Which, by the way, that's I'm not the same thing as like having a bad relationship with a woman and me swearing off women forever. I also want to be clear. I want to be clear. I want to be clear. I'm not saying that it didn't happen. I'm just saying that's what the story is. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not the important thing. The important thing is that she's saying this. Okay, that's fine. But, but, why, why do you think because of that one person who assaulted you who happened to be transgender? Doesn't matter if it happened or not. Why do you think that every transgender person is yeah, like that? Yeah, it's a that? monolith. That's really stupid. Yeah. That is that is that is like saying that you saw somebody of a certain like um, uh, religion or ethnicity or whatever stealing or something, and then you assumed or something like that. It's bullshit, and it's 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 backwards. It's it's Middle Ages thinking. It's like you're a witch. We're in the twenty first fucking century. But anyway, people. just to wrap things up, because yeah, I didn't want to talk about J.K. Yeah. Rowling. I've talked enough about her. No, um, I'm just saying. Excuse me. Um, you know, no, it's I know. a stupid. Yeah. But what I was just trying to wrap up with the Melanie Mac thing is just like, no, oh. that this is the reason I, I latched onto this and wanted to do this episode because I've been wanting to talk about her for a while because she is the perfect ex example of why people are stepping away from the church. This is why people are stepping away from religion oh, yeah. because she is trying to justify bigotry is what it is. She's, mm -hmm. she, she says in the video and she says this in other videos too it's like I don't hate trans people or I don't hate gay people but this this is a if you ever say but after I don't hate blank but it's never good unless you're talking about a movie also she can't talk about greasing up your boyfriend's butthole and just going to town I mean just you know talk about it Melanie why why, why do you have to beat around the bush talk about you know just she's also on a carnivore diet so it's all mm. meat diet Maybe the maybe the meats get. I just think the more you talk about too it, much the protein. more comfortable you are with it. You know, you don't have to feel like so ashamed about saying bad words and stuff. Like it's just sex. It's just sex. Mm. It just happens between two people of the same sex. You know. Mm. Yeah. But so why is she talking about Melanie sexuality Mac, uh, when she has a problem saying words like you know penis and butthole? Melanie Mac fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, she's a 
again, I am jealous. I am jealous that I could be this talent, as talentless as her. And I like make to money. think that if we had the money that she did, that we would be good human beings and say, like, you know what? Um, no, we're not going to do this so that we can get paid. Mm. But I'm also a human being. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Let's do it. Maybe. Not too loud. I forget how loud it is. I always turn the uh, limiter up. What? I jack the limiter on that shit. <laughs> Ow, my ears. That's really loud. What are you guys doing down there in that basement? We're beating each other up because we're men. I thought you were going to go a different route with the beat. We're beating each other up. <laughs> Because we're men. Well, there goes our sponsorship. Oh, we're not supposed to say that? <laughs> Sorry, everybody. So um, so this week, mm-hmm. Tyler broke the rules. I decided not. to I, get a DC I book. get the book they give me. Okay. It's not a DC book. It's, it is. It's, well, technically, it's published by DC, but they, they have, because they picked up the licensing. Right. And, uh, Milestone Comics, which is, uh, uh, is a traditionally uh, black publisher, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've never read anything from them. I, I, I I've remember known, when I've heard they, the name before. Right. Uh, there was like four. Uh, there was Icon Hardware. There was, ah, uh, crap. There was like two other uh, characters, and I, or maybe there was another character in a super team, but there was four books in the Milestone original run, and I remember when they came out, but I, I was already out of comic books by that point. I wasn't mm-hmm. reading comic books regularly. Yeah, and this came out in the, because uh, it says it's 30th, so... Mm-hmm. Must have been ninety three, mm. um, but the idea at the time was that there was no, there there weren't there were weren't anybody telling black stories in comics, and that's I mean, yeah, it's true. I mean, there wasn't. There's a lot more. I don't know if there's more independence now than there was. I'm I'm sure like the nineties and the and the secondary market explosion and and collapse probably you know contributed to that to to more independence being out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think there's a lot more. What fuckfaces don't understand about representation is that you know, again, if if you're white, you haven't had to worry about representation because everything you see is you. Yeah, which is what we just talked about. Yeah, and the point of like a book like this and an imprint like this, like like Milestone, was exactly they they fucking said it. They said, hey. You know what I don't like? I don't like how I grew up and there weren't any uh, there weren't any black kids in the yeah. comics yeah. that I read. None of the heroes were black. You know that's what they said. Why wouldn't you just listen to what they said? Also, so uh, that's so this... why you know it, it 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 is important for a little girl to walk into a store. You're a little black girl. You walk into a store and you see a wall of white Barbies, mm. or you see a wall and half of it is like, or, you know, like half is, uh, or like a portion is white and a portion is like Latina and a portion is like black and a portion is Asian. You know, don't you feel like, oh, cool? Yeah. Aren't you gonna feel a lot better about yourself? Not that toys should be how uh, you feel about yourself. So this, yeah, the book that we're talking about this week is from the Milestone. It's uh, a, it's it, the event imprint. is Worlds Collide, is what it says. Yes, it's Icon versus Hardware. Yes. So this is a Number big one. showdown between classic characters, uh, Icon and Hardware. Uh, the backstories behind these are pretty cool, mm-hmm. uh, just in general. Like I, before I even get into the issue, you open it up. There's a recap of Iron uh, Icon and Rocket Season 1. There's a recap of Hardware Season 1. Kind of setting the stage for the book itself because it's supposed to be like a big crossover between all these comics. Right. Um, 
And so, I don't know so, when the last so, time they published anything yeah, with them. So yeah. I don't know so if they left this is a, written by Reginald Hudlin. 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 Whatever. <laughs> uh, Leon Chills. Dennis Cow uh, is art. I'm assuming Dennis, Dennis Cowan. Ka- I'm trying to fucking Dennis Cowan. Uh, actually, do they actually have their credits in the flap? Yeah, do you want me to just read it? No. Well, I'm better with names. Anymore. I know that's not what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm trying to see if they actually have like proper credits in the book. You know, they have like they do art, you know, writer, Inger. Anyway, point is ri- written by Reginald Hudlin and Leon Chills is the art. Um, I I had some thoughts on this, and uh, I, well, I I'll tell you don't who touch the, the book. <laughs> it's my book. Um, Dennis Cohen and Yasmin need, Flores Montanez. They do the, do the art. Credits. No, but they do the art. The it's written by Reginald Hudlin and. Where does it say it? Leon. Find this credits page. I will if you. I don't believe it. What? What's my name? Oh, it's in the back. Oh, thanks. Written by Reginald Hudlin and Leon Chills. Pencils by Dennis Cohen and Yasmin Flores Montañez. Inks by John Floyd and John Stanisi and Yasmin Flores Montañez. Colors by Christopher Sotomayor and letters by And World Design. I'll be honest. It says Icon on hardware, but uh, Icon versus hardware. It's more about Rocket and hardware than it is Icon. Because Icon's only in it for a very brief portion of the book. But yeah. Um, overall, I thought it was an interesting book, interesting read, mm. but I think you and I kind of differ because there's there's a decision made in the second act of this issue yeah. uh, that is interesting. So at some point, Hardware is trying to find Icon, right? And because he needs to get his tech, because there's this big bang of like uh, this gas that explodes and, mm. and hurts a bunch of people, kills a bunch of people, and Hardware is now. Uh, wanted man so mm-hmm. everybody's uh, chasing him so he's trying to stop it from happening and by doing so he thinks that he can get a hold of icon's tech because yeah. icon is a superhero as an alien like superman but told through the lens of the 19th century and the civil war mm-hmm. which i think is fucking cool yeah like that that whole storyline is pretty sick i mm-hmm. like that a lot so yeah uh he's trying to get his tech because he's like i think i can fix everything if i get his tech so that's kind of his goal Mm-hmm. And um, in the doing that, so he tries to find his tech, but he finds something else. It's a bigger box. Opens it up. Turns out it's a time machine. Yeah. And it was ben- created by uh, Benedict. Uh, is it Benneker? I'll, I'll find it. The yeah. the dude yeah. who was he said was a free man. He also had a free mind. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, but it. essentially, he found his journals to use the time machine. So now Hardware's whole motivation is, okay, I don't need Icon or Augustus's tech. I can just use this time machine. Benjamin Banneker, yes. Yeah. Uh, ben, and I'll read, I'll read the, uh, the little... Uh, um, Banneker was a free man. I don't just mean he wasn't enslaved. I mean his mind was totally free, which enabled him to be brilliant in so many fields. He was an astronomer, a clockmaker, a, philosoph- a philosopher, and a surveyor who helped lay out what would become the District of Columbia. Hmm. Yeah. And this is also important. If they credited him with building clocks, writing almanacs, debating liberty with Thomas Jefferson, and helping design the nation's capital, how much more did he do that they don't give him that they won't <gasps> give him credit for? Also, I find it interesting that they like right there were just like clockmaker. Aha! See, he can do a time machine. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, hardware learns how to create this time, or how to use this time machine. Mm-hmm. So now we have time travel, and I was, I was, I think the story was. It's weird because I think the time travel element makes the story more interesting, but 
at the same time makes it more convoluted. Yes. I really wasn't on board that much with this. Like, the story was fine, yeah. but it wasn't, like, hooking me. Y- you know but what? But once he finds the time machine, then I'm kind of turning the corner Up on it. Up until that point, you know what was the most compelling part of the story to the, me? The character bios. Oh. This whole stuff. The the, the, the character Rocket that kills being, herself being at the she's bullied? No, the character her being at the school. Like, those I didn't were... care for that at all. I, that, I didn't like it that much, to be honest. I w- look. What? Why are you throwing a fit? You and I just have differing opinions. Why did you like it? Tell I, me why you like because it, it's and I'll tell the you. Most what- realistic part of the book. Because it isn't time travel and kind the of. man that's been this alien that's been alive for hundreds of years. <laughs> I guess it more represents like the the world that we live in and everything than because there's certain parts of this universe and this world that don't. No, that are I, different from I, ours. I think it's well. I think the rocket stuff works well enough. I think it's good, but mm. I just, I don't know. I to be honest, I was m- the most invested in hardware. I was more interested in his story than anybody else's, and uh, and again, I think that's just because I spent more time with him. But uh, it is interesting that it is paralleling Rocket's story in a way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because his rocket storyline is first of all she's dealing with million girls and it, but my problem is man that takes a hard right turn or hard left turn however you want to look at it well, but but when they introduced that her that one girl's roommate killed herself I was like good lord dude what are we doing and then like, it is a little right away like right yeah. in your face but th- it, it makes sense and it works out later on throughout the story and it's like her sh- rocket showing this girl Beth to stand up for herself and it's it's rocket showing a heroic side outside of being a superhero that's what I liked about it and I agree I, I do like it but I like it the least because I like the hardware stuff more. Yeah, I didn't really get into that. Um, I like his character more. I, 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 just when he shows up to himself, which again is like against all time travel rules that we know, which we don't know. Well, he even talks about how he's fucking up the time stream. Right, he's but like, I don't really he, care. He says, "Okay, so you are me. So the butterfly effect. Obviously, I don't care about temporal effects on the time stream. So what do I do now? Like that's." I think it's funny because I think the guy just does it. Okay, and then and then the white guy, uh, uh, Christ Alba. on a cracker. Alba. Look at that armor. Yeah, and I do think it's funny that he gets shot and killed by his own. Yeah, the ricochets. But and then, kills him. but then the interesting thing is, okay, so they do that, and then the event called the Big Bang. It's a protest where a gas is released. Yeah, still happens. So at the very end, the last page. Hardware is now in charge of the company that was to be blamed for that Big Bang thing. And Icon is, is showing up outside the window now going, he's hunting hey, him. we need to talk. Yeah, now he's And it's like, well... Through time and space. Right, but so that that compels me to wa- to read the next thing to see what's going on. You know Which, what I mean? Which, by the way, though, I got to say, the, the... The cover art is awesome. The cover art's awesome, and... Did you notice it's all clocks? Yeah, I noticed yeah. after I read it, I was like, oh, it's a giant clock it they're took me. Out. Yeah, it took me a while to figure yeah. out that that was like... Roman numerals for the yes, clock. Yes, yeah. I thought it was just like pieces but, of a window. But see, like you window and I, frame. When you, before I read it, you were like, I don't know how I feel. You're like, I don't know if I... Really... I didn't want to give you any sort yeah, of... Yeah, and you right. were just in vaguely talking. You're like, ah, I don't really know. And if, similar to Black Tape, I think... And it's, again, similar to all three books that we've talked about on this have been the same in a sense of, I don't know, and this is what's fun about it and why we're doing it, mm. we're going out on a limb and trying something new, yep. and so there's always that moment- That's how you evolve as a human being. <laughs> weird, right? Weird, right? 
And as someone who view uh, a writer or someone who view, uh, enjoys things, inspired you know? by new things, yeah. yeah. But what I thought was interesting, and in every time we've done it, and I think it's going to be the same every time we do, I, there is that standoffish thing of like, what are you going to do to get me invested? Like, yeah, I'm not hooked yet. And t- honestly, it's the hardware stuff. The hardware stuff is really what got me into it. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, again, we don't spend a ton of time with Icon. The only time you see Icon is he's fucking some chick in the air. Yeah. With, and he's like, and a kid if, sees it. Yeah, if he's like, if you think if I'm 40,000 feet in the air having sex with this superhero chick, it wouldn't be a problem. You'd also think they'd hear the jet. Yeah, but then he explains why, you know, Rocket's, which is funny. It's a funny line where it's like, she needs to know the ruling class that she'll be protecting or whatever. And it's like, oh, that makes sense. But, uh, but again, Icon's character's cool. I just wanted more of him in this. But I think what they're doing is they're going to have more of Icon in Chapter 2, in Issue yeah, number I mean, 2. I, I think Icon versus Hardware, because that's kind of how these books are kind of touted, like when two heroes yeah. uh, team up. It's it's usually right. But I think it's going to be more like Icon and Hardware. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, I, I think more than anything, the Worlds Collide part of the title it's, is well, more Well, it's just incorporating indicative. all the milestone stuff together. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, but yeah, you're right. The icon, the cover is them beating the shit out of each other, you know, yeah. coming through, exploding through a clock, and they don't actually meet till the very last panel. Which is why I think you're going to see more, because uh, I think it's a four-part series mm-hmm. or six-part series. But one know. thing we both really enjoyed was the newsprint paper pages. Yes, it doesn't. It's so not glossy. It's, it's not paper. glossy like modern co- uh, it's comics. It's the paper that was in the <gasps> 80s and the 90s. It's paper. In the early 2000s. It's, it's paper. It's awesome. I really like that. I think the art's great. I really enjoy the art. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, I think it's a solid book. I would, I would, If you're asking mm-hmm. would I read a number two, I, yeah, I think I would. Mostly because I'm trying... <laughs> I agree with you in a sense that it did get needlessly convoluted with time travel at the end of the story of the first issue. It, it, but it, it, it does, but it doesn't. Like it's not that hard to follow. But but like you were saying, yeah. uh, was it's bold that they're just throwing out time travel conventions because uh, yeah, because I think, part of me liked that. You know, you know? why I like it because yeah. it's it's as someone who uh, I'm looking at it as the writer being like, I know there's time travel rules, but I'm not playing, quote unquote because what do we really know? About I'm time, not right? playing by those rules yeah. in my story, yeah. or maybe he is. You don't know. That's why I really enjoy. It. I I uh, of uh, of the three, I think this one might be up there. I really enjoyed this one. Hmm. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, I would re- I'm interested. I would like to see a number two. And it's, to me, someone who's new to this, who's never mm. read the Milestone mm. stuff, I do think it is a good introduction. Mm. I think they do a great job in the first two pages. You get a full breakdown of uh, yeah, they, they the, really, the motivations yeah. of these characters. And then you, so you kind of have that It's backstory. kind of a recap of probably their first comic run. Well, it's maybe. season one on both of them, so yeah. I imagine it was just like uh, I don't know how many issues, I, but I yeah. No but it clearly gives a backstory up to that point. Um, Which is what a good, what every comic does, is has that page. You know, we made jokes about, or we talked about, you know, the Stan Lee, it's everybody's first comic, and how that's a little bit different right. with, like, TV and stuff. Right. But, yeah, you can still do that nowadays, and a lot of comics still do. Like, when you open up the Punisher, like mm-hmm. you were talking about Jason Aaron's Punisher, there's this huge thing of, like, who's Frank Castle? And then it's like, okay, now here's... This version of in, Frank Castle. Well, it's you know what I mean. It's this writer's like storyline. Mar- Marvel does it in the front, and I think DC does it more in the back. I don't know if they do it at all, actually. But they they Marvel pretty much every book they have the first page of the book is like the credits, and then at the top there's a 
there's it's it's there's a blurb that's always the same. Like the Avengers, uh, to, they combine to fight the forces that no singular Earth could. You know, Fantastic Four, you know, Mister Fantastic yeah. thing. You know, they you know they have the same stuff up at the top, and then they have another thing that's like this is what's going on now that you're about to read. So you're how not like you, what the how fuck? did you feel about Hardware's first decision to test the time travel to go back to find out why his dad left? I thought that was a little weird. As uh, as somebody who has a strained relationship with my father, um, I think it's interesting, and I I don't, I'm not, I, I mean, who knows if I mean my dad didn't leave, uh, he did, but after I was gone too. The reason I say it's weird is because I just feel like it's a cliched trope in comics mm. where the hero has to have a damaged past mm. to be a hero mm. and it's it's just a trope like i don't hate it i don't think it's bad it's just well, a trope the thing is though that he does like end up um talking to his dad like but that's what's different yes he he afterwards. convinces his dad to say to stay or at least be there for his kid because his dad's like no fuck it which I'm again out. like Okay, look, I I am all about like flouting the fucking rules okay. of time travel. I'm all about going against the grain when it comes to writing stories and stuff. But how are you going to, like, how can you not say unless you're talking about a different? I'm sure it a, a will later on in the story has been created at I'm, that point because well, there's got to be in the next couple issues. Like, aren't you different automatically when you uh, when you tell your dad to stay? Well, that that, that automatically changes your world and your timeline. That was his so, plan. His right. plan was to go back and talk to his dad and try and reestablish a relationship with his dad. Okay. So uh, Alva, uh, Alva wouldn't have a hold oh. over him. Because he's like, if I do this, maybe Alva doesn't have as big an impact on me, and maybe I, I develop more of a backbone okay. Okay. to this. That was his justification. Yeah, for I missed that part. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it, it's a good book, and. Um, I don't know if I would go for number two. I do want to find out why, like everything got so switched around, and I want to find out if why Rocket he's the, ends up kicking the shit charge. out of the out of that Bethany. Or maybe that, fuck is that maybe cheeks? the bully is a uh, superpower too. We don't know. Oh, also, dude, Hardware's design is sick. I like his costume. What do you What do you think of Hardware's look? I think and, it's interesting. Well, what do you think of both of them, Icon and Hardware? Huh. Icon and Hardware. What do you think? Ah. I think the symbol on Icon's chest is probably the world he's from or something. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I dig it. I dig the, both. The of only them. thing I don't like about Icon is that um, my first when I first saw the cover, um, it uh, it looked like uh, John Stewart Green Lantern a little bit. Yeah, kind like of. Like first, very first impression. Obviously, I knew right away. You know. Um, if you look closely in the clock, it's, it's, it's basically faces from hardware. Yeah, it's basically like, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it looks good. Uh, I, I, I would give it an, a shot at number two. Tyler, maybe not so much, but you know that's I, why I, we're different. I want to find out like why everything went so crazy. Yeah, mm. it was good. It was a good find, Tyler. And you know what? To be really honest, um, again, I, I, I like it when writers break the rules. So. Yeah. Big thank you to Mayhem Comics in Clive for supplying us. I with think we this. can make it that our long box a week. I don't really have anything. Yeah, either. I don't either. But yeah. no, uh, I figure we could just end on this. But yeah, thanks once again to uh, Mayhem for supporting the show. Every always. Week. And you know what? I always buy my comics there. Check them out on Google Mayhem Comics in Des Moines. I think they might be in Clive actually. That's what I said, bro. But there is also a, a location in Ames. I didn't know that. I drove up there to get one of the uh, issues of the uh, the Dark Knight. Uh, 
What was that? What was that thing that was like in the future, Batman? The last night on Earth. Yes, I had to go up to uh, Ames because they they had one copy of of number one, and I had number two, but I didn't want to read it till I had number one. Oh yeah. Oh, that's such that makes a sense. cool story. Otherwise, you're such reading cool out, of, story. out of out of context. Well, you want those <laughs> type of stories. You want to read from the beginning. You don't want to be like, "Hey, I'm jumping into the second I'm part of this three part series." I'm going to jump into episode six of well, Legion Tyler. and be completely <laughs> gird your loins. Oh wow! My loins are ouch. That guy should drink some tea. His voice sounds terrible. Makes you want to just like shit glass. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) That's the best thing ever because like... The best thing ever because I know where you're going. I've been there where you're like, you want to say something really tiff. Yeah, you want to be like hardcore sounding, but so it's you like swear, something painful. You swear, and then like you, a shit glass, and then it's like, oh, I don't want to do oh, that. Oh, that's Kyle's that, hand. That would actually suck. Shit glass. I say a shit glass. They think crack cocaine. <laughs> anyway, back to the end. Tyler, how are you feeling today? Feel pretty good. We yelled at some bigots. We read a fun book. Yeah, I, I, I just we, I, we, uh, I just, watched a fun Star these, Wars show. I wish these adults would understand how much you know they're they're gonna they're that their rhetoric harms yeah young kids that don't that aren't as haven't gone through life and and have a as good of an understanding of who they are as these fucking cocksuckers do. You know? uh, I'll also say anyway. I'm also invested. I would like to read more of these milestone comics. Right, well, let me know. A, I'll put them on a poll over at Mayhem. Other stuff you can like get your own poll at Mayhem. Just give them a call. I'm not playing the sounder again. Pull list. I don't want to hurt my ears. Well, no, that's the comic of the week. That's you're, not you're the, the You know what? The real winner of the week, us, you, the listener, and our us, our friendship. We were we were in a we were in a, a convenience store today, and I picked out my things right away. And I didn't realize that the thing that he needed was not out there yet. So I had already picked mine up. I can't put them back under the heat lamp, right? And he's like, oh, "Okay." Um, and then he just looked like, at me. Like he was real minutes. upset, and he was just like, "Nice." <laughs> uh, no, but then he was. And then like, I said, "Oh, like, it didn't play." He's like, "Sorry." Uh, I said. But then, but then he was like, uh, "I'm sorry, you know, I had to, you know, that we have to hang out in the thing because it was like eight minutes. They're like, it'll be done in eight minutes. Like, oh, we're fine, that's fine." And I was like, "You know, I was eight minutes," and I said, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was sitting there, and I was like, "I don't look at it as being like stuck in a gas station waiting for like food. I look at it as uh, I get an extra couple minutes to hang out with my, my buddy." That's that's sweet. I love you, man. I love sorry, you, man. You, what did you say? I love you. What? <laughs> I love you too, buddy. And See, I, that's but it. I love you, but that's sometimes mm-hmm. I can write a book about what you don't know. Oh, Ben Lovejoy, with Jake and Tyler. 